listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello, and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your coach, Rodney Payne, your host. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We are excited. We have so much going on that we want you to be a part of. So if you are not already doing so, please like us, follow us, and share us as a podcast, Speaking with One Voice on all of your major platforms, as well as on social media at Rodney R. Payne. This week, I've got a phenomenal offer for you. I want to make sure that you take advantage of this. We are talking about our Live to Lead virtual experience. I am so excited about this thing. We are going to be on a phenomenal platform called uh, Leader Pass, and so you want to go ahead and, and go to our social media site, Rodney R. Payne, and, and you will find information there. You can purchase your tickets there. Listen, tickets are only $79. That's as cheap as you're going to find them. But let me tell you what all will be included in that day. Uh, the first half of the day is going to be filled with some phenomenal speakers. So let's talk about who's going to be there. First, you've got Cat Cole, uh, the COO and president of Focus Brands. You've got uh, Alan Mulally. He's the former CEO of Boeing and the former CEO of Ford Motor Company, a phenomenal leader. Then you have Steve Harvey. You know he is a comedian, but he's also a businessman. He's an award-winning talk show host. He's an entertainer and has a lot of insight for us. And then recently added to the lineup, we have Craig Groeschel. He is the pastor of Life Church, the largest church in the nation. Not only that, he is also the host of the number one podcast in America. So this lineup is phenomenal. And if that's all you were getting for $79, that would be amazing. But let me tell you what else we have in store. I have a couple of, we'll have a breakout session that will happen in the same room there on our platform of Leader Pass that will include a diversity training, diversity training. So leaders, CEOs, CFOs, HR personnel, you want to be in the room for this. No additional cost for this, but you want to be in the room. We're going to be talking about things that will help us as we are in these challenging times. So diversity, handling difficult issues, there is a system, a process, and a program that's going to make a difference for you. We're also going to deal with some transformational leadership uh, in a session and, and, and just so much more. In addition, we're going to have some prizes, some drawings, some giveaways, and it'll all happen in our room. If I could tell you just a little bit about this room, it's a virtual room that only those who are attending my Live to Lead event will be a part of. So it'll be uh, small enough to where you'll be recognized and you'll be interactive, and we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful time. So drop by either my website, onevoiceinc.org forward slash live to lead, or catch us on social media at Rodney R. Payne so you can get the link to purchase your ticket. $79 per person, October 9th. You want to be there. It begins at 8 a.m. Central Time, and it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful day. So again, thank you so much for joining us here today on Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, 
the coach, Rodney Payne, and I want to get into today's topic. Uh, We're going to talk today about dismissing self-imposed limits, dismissing self-imposed limits. I I share with you on last week's broadcast that I had a an encounter, an episode, an event that happened that really changed my perspective. I was out doing my normal jog and I was running and I decided that I would not look at my watch nor would I I look at my splits or my time, but rather I would just push myself as hard as I could go. To, to my surprise and excitement, when I finished, I had beat a time that I would normally set for myself. And it made me think about how many self-imposed preset limits do we have? What what I found out is that we often set ourselves up to underachieve just from the onset of where we start the process. We set minimal goals. We allow the market to kind of justify our limited success. Uh, so what I'm saying is, leader, listen, it's time to, to get to a place where we have a dismissive discussion with ourselves. That's right. It's time to talk to yourself. We need to dismiss some limits. We need to raise your ceiling. We need to look to achieve success at a different level. So I want to give you five steps to dismissing self-imposed limits. Five steps to dismissing self-imposed limits. The first step is we as leaders must attend to our attitude. If you do not attend to your attitude as a leader, you are going to always operate at a less than optimal capacity because of self-imposed limits. Understand, attending to your attitude, um, it's, it's how you view things oftentimes. It's your approach. Understand, a positive attitude overcomes negative circumstances. Many leaders are have a preset limit or a self-imposed limit of a negative perspective that no matter what happens, they are always, the glass is half empty. They are always looking from a pessimistic perspective. So you have got to get your attitude in check. You've got to make sure that you remove the negativity from your attitude. See, a positive attitude leads to developing strategies that that overcome obstacles. So when you transition from a negative attitude, which uh, strengthens self-imposed limits, to a positive attitude, which develops strategies uh, to overcome obstacles, you put yourself in a better uh, better position to succeed or to win. You have to understand attitude is everything. Attitude impacts your interpersonal communications. It it impacts your perspective. It impacts your approach. It impacts your energy. Uh, A negative attitude is draining. It is very expensive. Uh, It takes a lot of resource capital to live in a negative space. So you want to get your attitude right if you're going to dismiss some self-imposed limits. Secondly, you have to improve your measurement metrics. We have to really take a look at how do we measure success? How do we determine where we want to get to? Uh, One of the things that most leaders do, uh, entrepreneurs have a very difficult time in this, is setting goals that are really too low. And the reason the goals we set are so low is in large part due to how we determine what our goals are. 
we think about the least amount that we need to quote unquote make in order to be successful. But when you start with the least I've got to make, the minimum I've got to make, then if you miss your goal, you're not going to hit your minimum target. So your goals are too low and they must be increased. You have to raise your goal. Don't put a minimum goal uh, don't put your regular goal at a minimum level that you have to make just to make it. That means you are operating from a place of a just make it mentality. I want to just make it. Well, I, I'm not interested in just making it. I want to find abundant success from my efforts. So I have to recalibrate my measurement metrics. I have to challenge myself to pay the price to reach we're going to call it my regular goal, but for reference here, we'll call it a stretch goal. When I put a stretch goal in place, that's saying it would be nice if I made it there. But what I want us to do is I want us to demote our stretch goal where it's no longer an excessive stretch or reach, but rather it becomes our minimum expectation. We're no longer going to let our minimum needs dictate our goals, but rather we're going to put a stretch goal in place that we will now call the normal goal, our regular goal, that when we hit this target, we're going to exceed our minimum requirements. That's right. We're going to modify our me- our measurement metrics. We're going to improve our place and position because we want to make sure that we are not setting our goals too low. We must challenge ourselves. Listen, you're going to have to pay the price. When you increase your goal, you've got to pay the price. And if you want the success, then you must be willing to pay the price. Will it be hard? Yes. Uh, Will it be difficult? Yes. Uh, Will it be tiring? Yes. Will it be worth it? Absolutely. You have to challenge yourself. Set the goal higher. Just like in my scenario with my, my morning jog, when I took the limits off, that the watch was giving me, my my watch was telling me, you're on pace. I'm on pace to do what I always do. I'm on pace to meet the status quo. But when I took my eyes off of the watch and then began to maximize the resources that I had in energy, determination, and endurance, I was able to push myself further only because I was willing to remove the measurements that I had restricted myself with, and that gave me an opportunity to find a new normal goal and not a stretch goal because now I know I can do it because I refuse to limit myself on the front end. Now, I want to talk about this a little bit more in step number three. Step number three is maximizing your effort. Uh, We just talked about the reason that I changed my goal is so that I can stretch, but maximizing my effort means that up to me, it's up to me to determine how hard I will work. I have to maximize my effort. I have to decide that I'm going to work a full day. One of the things that I find entrepreneurs do is is they don't set proper schedules. They don't get proper rest. They don't get proper preparation. And as a result, they are super busy burning a ton of energy, but not necessarily maximizing their effort. I want you to get paid double for your trouble. I want the investment of time resource and effort that you put into it to pay off for you. In order for that to happen, 
First, you determine how hard you work, but then you have to determine how you work. That, that's the other thing. So we've got a few things that you need to kind of capitalize on. Capitalize on your most productive times. Do your most important task in your most productive time, thereby increasing your productivity exponentially because you're working in your best area at your best time, giving you the best result. Maximize your effort. Make your work translate into productivity. Don't work so hard and have nothing to show for. Don't find yourself busy, 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 but not productive. Make your work produce for you. That may mean investing more time on the front end in planning and strategy development. Because if you do that, when you get to work, now you can work. It's almost like uh, if you're going to, if you're a cook, uh, a cook wants a clean kitchen. So when you finish cooking, you clean the kitchen so that when you come in to cook again, it's ready to cook. Uh, many chefs, they do what's called prep work. Uh, it's not necessarily time to cook, but they prepare themselves for the next day by doing prep work so that when they get in the kitchen, now it's time to go to work and I have made myself more effective by doing prep work when I wasn't as sharp, doing prep work when I, my energy was lower, doing prep work to get me ready to launch the next day. What prep work are you doing at the end of your day, at the end of your season, at the end of a sale? What prep work are you doing to make your work productive for you in the next season? It's so critical that you maximize your effort. I Working hard is great. Working hard is honorable. Working hard is noble. But working hard with no payoff is frustrating. Working hard with no payoff, it puts you in a place where you have a negative attitude. So I want you to maximize your effort. Let me take a quick review before we go on. We want to, step one, attend to your attitude. Uh, step two, improve your measurement metrics. And then step three, maximize your effort. Now, moving on to step four, we need to learn if we're going to dismiss self-imposed limits, we have to begin operating from a place of wisdom. That's right. We have to operate from a place of wisdom. What does that mean? Well, wisdom is, is when you have knowledge that you apply. Now, let's go through the knowledge uh, acquisition process for business leaders and entrepreneurs. Uh, many times there, there is your school, uh, the, the academic portion of your preparation, but, but more times than not, some of the best lessons you will ever learn as a leader will, will be the lessons that failure teaches you. I, listen, I need somebody to admit it. Just, just, just admit it right now. Some of the best lessons you've ever learned came at the instruction of failure, who was your teacher. Oh, failure was unforgiving. Failure was relentless. Failure was painful. But failure was very thorough in teaching you the lesson. If we are going to operate from a position of wisdom, we must learn the lesson. Oh my goodness, we have to learn the lesson. Learn the lessons that failure teaches. And then when you learn the lessons, that in itself 
is not wisdom. That is simply knowledge that I acquired at the at the at the desk of failure. So as I sat at my desk of failure, there was a lesson being taught. Many times we have it happen, and through our disappointment, through our struggles, we miss the lesson. So if you happen to learn the lesson, then you must apply the lesson. That becomes wisdom. When I apply the lessons that I've learned through uh, academia, that I've learned through experience, that I've learned through failure, when I put all of those lessons together and then I begin to apply them, that, my friends, that, my fellow leaders, would be wisdom in action. And you want to make sure that you operate from a place of wisdom. That will save you so much time. Learn the lesson the first time. Learn the lesson the first time. And that's going to require you, footnote here, side note, you're going to have to be honest with yourself when you fail. Don't transition the blame of your failure to someone else. Learn the lesson that you could do as a leader. One of my mentors, Gerald Brooks, says this, when you become a leader, you lose the right to think about yourself. Stop blaming everyone else for your failures and own the responsibility of leadership. And then lastly, step five is you have to, listen to me, I I hope you're taking notes. You have to avoid at all costs, the comparison trap. Avoid the comparison trap. Listen, when it comes to uh, comparison, what you do is you tend to look at someone else to gauge your effectiveness or success. You tend to see how, how they're performing to determine whether or not you're performing well or not. So if you pace yourself with them, you'll assume that you're doing well if in fact you consider them to be successful. What I want you to take from this is you are your own competition. Your competition does not know your creativity. Your competition does not know your capacity. Your competition does not know your will. Your competition does not know your strengths. So why are you competing against them? Compete against yourself to produce the very best that you can produce out of yourself. Now listen, market awareness is good. We must know what the market is doing. That's that's intelligent. That's smart. But don't let others' success become your limit. Oh my goodness. Let me make sure we get that. Don't allow the success someone else experiences become a limit to what you can experience. If you will pursue the best possible processes for yourself, you could possibly exceed what they're doing. But when you say, if I could only be, if if we had half the staff they had, if we had 25% of their resources, we could do so much more. Well, you don't have their resources. You don't have their staff, but you do have your resources and you do have your staff. So I need you to stop comparing, maximize your talents, maximize your personnel, maximize your capacity by giving your very best. I need for you to get this. We have to dismiss self-imposed limits. Stop limiting yourself. Nothing started mature. Everything starts at some stage and then grows. 
We cannot get caught up in, well, they had a head start or they had this. That doesn't matter. What matters is what is your passion? What have you decided to do? What are what what do you want your brand to be? What are your core values? What is your desired result? Raise your ceiling. Let me give you these five one more time and I'll be out of your way. Uh, I am your coach, Rodney Payne, right here on Speaking with One Voice. Attend to your attitude. Improve your measurement metrics. Number three, maximize your effort. Number four, operate from a position of wisdom. And number five, avoid the comparison trap. That's how you dismiss self-imposed limits. Thank you so much for joining us on this week. Listen, get to our website, onevoiceinc.org forward slash live, the number two lead, no spaces. And I want you to get your ticket October 9th, reserve that day. We've got a full day planned for you that will include John C. Maxwell. You know who he is, the number one leadership guru in the world. Kat Cole, a COO and president of Focus Brands. Uh, Steve Harvey, comedian, businessman, award-winning show host and entertainer. Alan Mulally, amazing, former CEO of Boeing and the Ford Motor Company. You, you don't want to miss that. And then don't forget Craig Groeschel, the number one leadership podcast ever. That's who he is. He is the pastor of the largest church in America, Life Church. These are the people that will be pouring into you. And don't forget our special uh, session on diversity and inclusion. Don't forget our leadership session. I got some great things on transformational leadership, and we are going to equip you on that day. And we'll have giveaways. We'll have opportunities for you to grow. Bring your teams, $79 a person. Make sure you get registered. Again, this is your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Thank you so much for hanging out with me again. It's always my pleasure to serve you and add value to you. If by chance you are being helped by this podcast, do me a favor. If you're listening, you should be subscribing. If you're subscribing, please give us a rating as we continue to carve out our niche in this space of the podcast universe. And finally, make sure you follow us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. Love to have you in the family. We're doing great things and we love to add value to you. Until next time, we'll see you then. And listen, whatever you do, let's keep growing together. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Speaking with One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One Voice.